Hello and welcome to Cartoonist Kayfabe. My name is Jim Rugg. I'm Ed Piscor. Want to let everybody know that we have started the Cartoonist Kayfabe Patreon. We have three levels there. Uh, those various levels will get you access to our videos earlier than we post them on here. They'll also get you access, uh, depending on which level you subscribe to, to a live stream of us recording all of these videos. So it'll give you a little bit of a leg up on the Kayfabe effect. In some cases, possibly months before some of these videos make it to the airways. So check that out if you haven't already. That is the patreon.com slash cartoonist kayfabe. And a reminder that Ed and I are working cartoonists. You can see our catalog on here. My latest books, Street Angel, uh, Deadly Scroll Live, almost said Grand Design. Hulk Grand Design, The Plain Janes, you can pick those all up wherever you find books. Ed's catalog includes Red Room, Hip Hop Family Tree, X-Men Grand Design, and WYSIWYG. So one of the best ways to support this channel is to pick up the comics that we make. And speaking of comics, today's book is going to be a very special one. Mobius Batman, or not Batman, I should say, from Penthouse Comics. The story behind this legendary comic is Mobius did a Batman comic, sent it to DC, and they said no thank you. And did not pay. So, so like, <laughs> Yes. So, <laughs> so what you see throughout this, it's a short comic, but you're going to see them emphasizing our guarantee, positively, no Batman appearances in this magazine. Yeah. Really trying to put home that Batman is copyright. Uh, copyright and trademark DC Comics, and this is not Batman, no way. So uh, playing it, playing it safe, or at least as safe as you can be with what is looks a lot like Batman to me. Yeah, well, thankfully, there's copyright information on the bottom of every page. <laughs> yes. And they call him like, see, this is a great Kurtzman stroke with the asterisks because there was a gr uh, great Goodman Beaver comic where uh, Goodman meets. Sperm Man, and it's just asterisks yes. in different places at, at any time. But there's copyright information at the bottom of each, and it has a different little piece, uh, you know, a different sentence att attached. And he goes from like Ratman to Buttman to Bootman to uh, yes. Buttman, like all kinds of different things. Um, how sad is it? Like, like if you if you have a big property, if you have a a, a Batman. Um, you can go a couple of different ways. You can protect it. Like it is this like long established thing that went through the thirties, the forties, the fifties and solidified into some, after it's alive for 20 years, it probably is what it is. And, and, and so it, those characters, those properties are kind of held in, in, in time. They're lost in time and you could choose to do that. Uh, and maybe like leak a little bit of like a, a dark Knight returns can happen that you like maintain big control over. Or you could you could go go ham and like let creators come in and do like their ultimate comic, but they just it never they never allow that. And for those reasons, like we never got like a lot of potentially great comics because they're, they're so rigid. But what happens as a consequence of that is when you see a Superman movie where he kills people, it feels weird. It's corny. Like, it doesn't work that much. Or how come you could do that in the movies, but you can't, like, let that kind of shit happen in the comic? We've been really critical of uh, the American comics industry, I feel like, the last couple of months. Yeah. And I think this fits into that criticism. Like, when a guy... I don't know who else is like Mobius, but if Mobius <laughs> shows you a comic, and you're, you're Marvel or DC... You say and, yes. and you and you find a way to not publish it. Yes, I really question your integrity as a publisher. It's, there, it's there, there has true. to be somewhere. You have to be flexible enough that somewhere Mobius comic 
when he comes to you with it, you can find a way to publish it. It's yeah. Mobius. This is not this is not Jim Rug comic coming up to you. This is Mobius. There right. are maybe three dudes on Earth with that kind of stature in comics. Like we're gonna have to get Paul Levitz on the channel. Wild to me to think that you as a publisher go Mobius. Mm, thanks for the submission, but no thank you. <laughs> right. I I mean it's that's unfathomable. Yeah yeah like you get to own it. Like, you guys could monetize that, and who knows, you might get, out of out of that Mobius comic, you might get, like, that Art Adams, Wolverine coming up with the claws type thing that you could put on fucking your underoos and standees and t-shirts and all that, like, and you will own it. So, like, you, you, you'll you get to exploit him. You know, whenever I first hooked up with Marvel to do, to do Grand Design, like, had the lawyer on the case and shit, and the lawyer very, very, you know, has a relationship with Marvel and stuff. And he's like, Ed, dude, like, I get that you're doing this comic where you're just using all this existing stuff, blah, blah, blah. But Frog and Scorpion, they're going to, they will find a way to fuck you somehow. Like, you will be fucked for sure. And, and it's, it's their nature, you know, it's, it's their nature. And that just the blemish on the record, the idea that like, you have to say that like, you, you turned Mobius down is a blemish it's not a virtue that doesn't make you a baller that's not a flex that you're like i turned mobius down you only look stupid yes and i don't know if i said it or not but this is penthouse comics 7 from 1995 penthouse comics we'll probably do an episode on them at some point because they have their own i don't want to say rich history but this was a big endeavor you know you can see the production value i'm sure this story was not cheap to get to get mobius to run it here they were known for paying very high page rates they have a tragic story of, of the editor-in-chief um, committing suicide that, that we covered in a Wizard Magazine news item. Uh, and I don't know details about that any further than what I just said, but they have this history is what I'm suggesting in the mid-90s of, of, of putting out some, at the very least, interesting comics. Was, so, it, was it not magazine-sized? There is magazine-sized. And in fact, I have... Uh, the magazine size of number one, mm-hmm. and I found this is comic book size for everybody. I found the comic book size number one, same com- same thing. So I don't know if those were distributed differently or if they changed course after a couple issues. There are a lot of magazine size issues. So. You, can, you can see what they're going for too, because this is that L- L- Louis or Luis uh, Royo mm-hmm. guy doing this like Batwoman chick, and it's he's he was at this time certainly he was like a premier heavy metal cover painter uh they they had portfolio books and calendars and stuff so this is like a bite of that apple a little bit and i would imagine that those magazine formatted ones would be on the newsstand you know not far from the heavy metal in a, in a poly bag or something yeah and they had some real a-list uh talent doing this stuff um you know not just european heavy metal artists but also kevin nolan's and Texieras, guys that we would know from sort of Marvel DC comics, but maybe painting their comics or uh, doing these instead of Marvel DC because they paid a little better at the time. So again, an interesting an interesting bit of comics history there from the 90s and one that we'll look into. I have a few issues, uh, but you know, I just don't see them often, you know? Uh, a patron in the, in the chat room said, DC, DC said no to Mobius. It'll take me a while to digest that. DC said no ellipsis to mobius that might be the title it might be that it might be that's a good title yeah. but but it, it is astounding to me like again this is this is you know i don't know who else is even on a mobius list you know in terms of stature as a cartoonist but 
let's dive in for a minute and see what we have here. So I assume Mobius is coloring this. There's yeah. no credit for a colorist. And, um, you know, you can see some of this stuff is edited. I think clearly that R is not his hand is my guess. And, and there's like little shading on that R that's different than the rest of it. Yeah. Um, like, but the majority of what we're seeing here, I think, is clearly Mobius. Yeah. Uh, from what I understood, it was like a uh, it was more like a pitch. Like, it wasn't a very finished thing that, that he submitted to D.C. So, I mean, may, maybe that R is, is changed or whatever. But uh, I don't I think this this artwork was tightened up for um for this it's so funny too batman against depressed man <laughs> that's a pretty good summary of like the whole batman mythos in my it is opinion. <laughs> it is and, and, and it's and it's in here he captures it pretty well it, it's the outlaws it's the people who make the bootlegs that understand the character better than these corporate guys writing these comics yeah they really do but so... you know why because there, there's no chilling effect involved like like uh if one of these Batman writers or a Spider-Man writer, if they were to stretch themselves a little bit, they know that the editors will will stop them in their tracks. Right. And it would be an impossibility. So And if, you do that a couple times, and then you're out the door. Because yeah, the yeah, editor doesn't want to have to call you every uh, every issue and tell you, no, you can't do this. Yeah, no, you're, waste, you're wasting time. Uh, so it has to exist on the fringes like this to like really explore the character in a, in a good way. The best they could do is like Dark Knight Returns, and that still had to be altered from like the super fascistic ending that it was supposed to be. It was Batman as Genghis Khan basically at the end, uh, but you know that had to be switched up. So Batman catches our burglar in the act, but before he can take him down, let me change into my special outfit, <laughs> right? <laughs> Which it, again it, feels very on point. Like yeah. like it's it's um that's a almost a jab at the whole superhero setup. Yeah, the the humor of it it makes you wonder if like. Mobius's only uh, real experience with Batman was um, Adam West. Mm -hmm. It's funny how that the essence of Batman is in there. The interpretation is certainly you know wonky and silly and things, but the essence is kind of there. It's you true. know, a grown man dressing up this way and, and interacting with other people in their costumes. This is the famous image. This is like the money shot from this comic. This is the one. I mean, this has to be the one in, in, in our uh, in our thumbnail. I would say. But you look at the geometry of that, I feel like Bruce Tim took a piece from this. Like, obviously, there's a Fleischer Brothers and a Kirby influence in, in, in the animated series. But, like, this feels like you could, you could sell the animated series on that. You know, we always uh, we point out these little nuances and quirks in, in artist style. I love how, like, one ear's a little bit lower. It's almost like dog ears or something. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like, one's almost flopping. And we'll see why. There's a reason for that, but it's uh, it's a very human kind of little note. Very subtle. And uh, our burglar, meanwhile, has transformed into Batman's mom. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, that's an easy way to, to psych him out. It's hilarious. And I love that he has these little kind of arrow things pointing back to your 60s um, Adam West kind of Batman-ism. You know, yeah. almost like the pop schlock kind of stuff <laughs> and continuing on with penthouse covering their ass uh since we're not dc comics we never use batman in this magazine so just get that thought out of your head if you're looking for batman you've come to the wrong place yeah it's so good it's That's so good. ratman ratman's mom it's just cutting promos on dc comics for being inept and dumb like that that we get paul levitz on it like that has to be a question i've never heard him answer it yes you know he's a smart guy too like he'll he'll have a good answer yeah, and it's amazing to think if this is, uh, you know, pitch for a longer idea, and you say no, that's even more damning. It is. <laughs> yeah. 
So you run through our uh, little bit of, I don't know, Freudian superhero interpretation here as our mom is, is scolding him and take your take off your pants you know the punishment and look at him he just he's like turning human it was like fully impotent and then he it's becomes Charlie, Charlie Brown. Brown yep and and then the ears are a part of it like the the psychology of it uh you know it's it's sound it is yeah I think that's um a little bit of your Frenchman in there you know thinking this through totally and and you know he's removed from our from our kind of experience with the character you know like he probably the the majority of his interaction was probably um the motion pictures and and, and the the videos and stuff like that and a guy like this who makes comics at this level you know where his his bros are like um otomo and like miyazaki and like you know philip Droulet, like it's the highest echelon of comics so when he sees a fucking monthly Batman comic, I'm sure he wipes his ass with it, no matter who draws it. I'm sorry to tell you guys, but like anybody who draws that stuff is pales in comparison to dudes who operate at this level. I got to read another one of these uh, penthouse notes. Please. Of course, another dead giveaway that this is not Batman is the fact that Mobius is drawing it. <laughs> DC Comics has no Batman copyright and registered 1995 stories by Mobius. <laughs> we have Mobius, but he's not drawing Batman. I love it, dude, because it's just dissonant. <laughs> it, it really is poke. <laughs> yeah, it's very fun. Real dumb. Yeah. You and your horrible ears. <laughs> <laughs> he turns the Bat Boy from freaking Weekly World News. It's so funny. I wonder if these pages are out of order. Yeah. So, you know, we go from our uh, depressed man in costume as his mother punishing him, and then you turn the page and she's back in costume. And I feel like if you look at this page, you know what? It is out of order because, like, it, the order is like when I just read it online mm -hmm. and on every website that puts it out there, it's oriented correctly. So now I have to go back to the idea of Mobius dealing with American publishers, right? And just be like, "What fuck the hell you are you guys, guys doing? <laughs> <laughs> what is this horror show that you're running?" <laughs> yeah, fuck all you dudes. Uh, and of course, Batman overcomes our depressed man. And uh, why wouldn't he? Because he spent a lot of time in super therapist's office. <laughs> Makes me think of that. Do you remember Rob Liefeld had that um, superhero therapist comic concept for like a, a short time? I think it was like a movie pitch. I think Jayla was attached to it. But it might have been like gag comics where it'd be like one panel, you know, each one of like the whatever superhero stand and laying there on the couch and talking about their problems. <laughs> Makes me think like, boy, it would have come right out of this perfectly. I don't think the timing lines up, but... Uh, there you go, man. The uh, the Mobius Batman, or not Batman, comic, as the case may be. But what a wild, wild thing to exist. This is another one that feels fake to me. If you'd have told me this a couple of months ago, I'd be like, what? Is that true? Like, you didn't know about I was this? unaware of this, yeah. It, oh, man. You had mentioned it, and then, like, I came across this so randomly, because, like, I've seen Penthouse Comics in, in comic shops twice in the last 10 years and just so happened one of them was the Batman comic and it happened you know a month after we talked about it you know, you know what it is man like when you jump off wizard magazine I pretty much jump on so this is that uh, period okay. like, like I'm reading wizard around this this period so so like it was like like that image of Batman that I was pointing to before like that's the image that's in wizard magazine you know? okay gotcha yeah good I, I look forward to seeing that because I mean if it's 94 95 time period 
you know, it's got to be coming up in our Wizard coverage. Yes. So that's, uh, that's incentive for me to head back to Wizard. I'm going to refrain from going through this whole issue because I don't want this video to get flagged as adult content. Right. But we have talked about the La Blue Girl this week. Yeah. So talk about weird synchronicity that this would show up as our back ad uh, on this issue. The, 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 the originator of tentacle porn, man. Yeah. <laughs> There's live action, and and uh, I remember Pittsburgh Comic Con because like Pittsburgh Comic Con was the seediest joint ever, oh, and man. they would have the La Blue Girl videos like playing. So when like the tentacle would like insert, there would be they would erect like a special effects like like insert of like the inner guts and stuff, and just like shoot this video of like this tentacle moving back and forth inside like this pink like apparatus, <laughs> and that would be like the video. <laughs> you know, that would be a cutaway. It would show her like moaning and then it would like show this cutaway of this tentacle moving back and forth inside this it's swampy. A lot, lot of people in the world. Something for everybody. <laughs> yeah. And Japan, <laughs> Japan has, has their niches for sure. Awesome stuff, man. You good to go, Jim? Yes, I am. Okay, Fabers, we have that new Patreon and uh, depending on the level of your participation, you're going to get all the videos before anybody else gets them. Cuts down on the kayfabe effect in a dramatic way. Like, follow, subscribe to the YouTube channel. Hit the bell so that we can notify you. Uh, when uh, new vids are posted to, to Gen Pop. What Very do you have, good. What do, you, what do you have out there, Jimmy? Street Angel, Deadly Squirrel Live is back in print after almost a year, so no excuse not to have that on your bookshelf. The Plain Jane's available everywhere books are bought and sold. And Hulk Grand Design, the comic books are available now. The collection is coming soon from Marvel. And join me on my own Patreon, patreon.com slash jimrug, where you can see a lot more of my comics and original art, and you can download some of my out-of-print zines and mini-comics. Red Room Trigger Warnings, Red Room, the Anti-Social Network, uh, Murder on the Dark Web for Fun and Profit is the name of the game in Red Room Comics. Every issue completely self-contained, uh, so each trade paperback is four complete stories. I'm working on the 2023 round of Red Room Comics as we speak. Uh, go to my Patreon to uh, read those comics before uh, they see the light of day on paper. We have link trees in the description below this video where you can uh, get to all of our links and destinations. Thank you guys for uh, buying uh, my comics in a big way this Christmas. I've been watching those numbers jump on Amazon. It's been pretty cool. What else do we have out there, Jim? Subscribe to the Cartoonist Kayfabe newsletter at the links below this video. You can also find Cartoonist Kayfabe t-shirts, merchandise, hats, mugs, fanny packs, stickers, and lots more at our spread shop. That link is also available below this video. Another great way to support the Cartoonist Kayfabe YouTube channel. Jimmy, give them those marching orders so we can be on our way. Read more comics. <laughs>